Mr. Stephen Allen's SomeNews.co.uk, the podcast. Hello and welcome to the Some News podcast number 17. And don't worry, even though it's been relatively big news, we won't be talking about the FIFA scandal. Because we've been paid not to. It's amazing what you can buy with money these days. World Cup, silence, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing what you can fix with a bung. No, no, not, not diarrhea. Look, to be honest, I don't even know why people care so much. I mean, it's been in the news like it's the corruption in a nation's election. It's not. It's just the governing body of a game. Let's remember that, shall we? I mean, football fans need to get some perspective. You see men who never show any emotion at any point in their life. The dog dies, nothing. They get sacked, nothing. They get shot, nothing. Then their team loses 1-0. Oh, floods of tears. Oh, I suppose. I mean, I don't really understand the passion of football because I never really played it when I was growing up. I preferred to stay in and, and watch some Star Trek. No, it's not just some TV show. Star Trek is a way of life. But yes, football fans need to get some perspective. Anyway, in this edition, E. coli having its salad days, Ryan Giggs scores again, and our wayman Cheryl Cole pet has been sacked. Let's crack on. Mr. Stephen Allen's Some News Podcast. The main news. The people of Germany are under attack. There haven't been this many Germans attacked since, well... Us, to be honest, the Brits. Sorry about that, but you know, you started it. Uh, this time, they're at war with E. coli, transmitted by cucumbers. Ah! It was odd that it happened in the same week that I got quite ill, because I had a bad week last week, and people were saying, Hey, you've been uh, eating some of that German salad, have you? Hey, German salad, hey? German salad. I am from the north of England. Of course I have not been eating salad. It was believed to have been started when some people in Hamburg ate some dodgy veg. That's interesting, isn't it? Hamburg, the place where they make all the hamburgers, releasing negative propaganda about salads. Hmm, it's nothing more than PR. The number of people infected has increased, and it was interesting that for the first time in any outbreak of E. coli, there were more women getting infected than men. Which makes you wonder, just what have they been doing with all of those cucumbers? Cases have spread across Europe and now British farmers have been forced to discard tons of salad crops as demand from shoppers has slumped. Imagine that, you walk past a site where farmers have been dumping whole crops of cucumbers and you'd think, oh, I found an alien latrine. And while there have been some fatalities in Germany, elsewhere in Europe, infections have just led to severe diarrhoea. So it doesn't make any sense for us to stop eating veg. In fact, for some, it might make more sense to eat more veg. So, you've lost six stone since the food clinic. How did you do that? Well, I ate a lot of German vegetables and I shat my ass off. It's affected all salad crops with sales of cucumbers, peppers and lettuce showing a downturn. Oh dear, a downturn in the sales of lettuce. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. You know, kids these days, they don't know they're born. In my day, we didn't have any health scares about vegetables. We had to eat our flipping greens. But is it safe to do so? To find out more, I'm joined on the line now by a spokesperson for Petov, the people for the ethical treatment of vegetables. Hello. Hello, Steve. So are you saying that it's not safe to eat vegetables? No, I'm not saying it's not safe. I'm saying it's not politically correct. What? Some of the conditions for vegetables are terrible. 
They're grown in farms, Steve. Farms. Well, yeah. Then they're ripped from their roots out of the soil and left to die in cramped boxes just so that humans can eat them. But they're just vegetables. That's what they used to say about women. No, they didn't. Yes, they did, Steve. And now they've got the vote. So whose side are you on? Look, don't you think you're taking this a bit far? No. I would rather go naked than wear cotton. And I would rather you didn't. We're campaigning to change those bigoted attitudes, Steve. Vegetables have rights, too. So what are we supposed to eat? Well, other animals. Some animals are nasty, Steve. They deserve to die, but vegetables never hurt anyone. Well, you wouldn't say that if you saw some of the videos I was looking at on the internet. What? Never mind. So you really think you can convince people to stop eating veg? Well, if a passionate and logical debate like this doesn't convince people, we just say that if you stop eating vegetables, you'll really annoy Heather Mills. Hmm. You know what? I think you're onto something there. I'm going to go and get myself a lamb chop. Get a leg, Steve. Really rub it in. Oh, you're mean. The sunnews.co.uk podcast. He's Welsh, he's going grey, he likes to play away. Ryan Giggs. Ryan Giggs. Yes, Ryan Giggs really should want his money back from that super injunction, because he is in the news again. For those who don't know, he gagged Imogen Thomas, and if more people did that to Big Brother contestants, the show would have been easier to watch, but he stopped her going to the papers about an affair that he had with her. It all came out on Twitter, and she got to sell her story. She was on the front page of the Daily Star with the headline, Sex with Gigs Turned Me Lesbian. That's good to know, because as a stand-up comedian, sex with gigs is something I was aiming for, but maybe I should be a bit more careful. When the news of his affair with Imogen broke, Ryan Giggs was given permission to skip training. I should think so as well. Two women and football training. He must have been knackered. Just when we were thinking, well, Ryan's a naughty boy, but if his family can forgive him, maybe it's okay. It'll all, it'll all settle down. Then we hear that he had an eight-year affair with his sister-in-law. And to think, my ex used to complain that I didn't make enough effort with her family. Ryan has been sleeping with his brother's wife on top of Imogen Thomas. Not actually on top of... That was... Hey, there's another scandal for Twitter. But I can't believe that Ryan's wife hasn't applied for a super injunction this time. I mean, this, this is plainly embarrassing, isn't it? And it's far worse than the Imogen affair. This is a family member. How awkward must it have been at Christmas? So, Ryan, what did you get your sister-in-law for Christmas? Ooh, pregnant, nearly. Meanwhile, Imogen has been upset by the latest revelation. After it broke in the papers, she said on Twitter, I want to curl up and die today. It was the first time that she agreed with many of her followers. But it is getting silly. It's getting to the stage where so many footballers are having affairs, it'll be included in the statistics that John Motson likes to read out. Uh, yes, hello. It's been an interesting game so far as we start the second half. It's Crouch, one fling with a Spaniard. Uh, to Terry, one affair, but with a teammate. He's been marked by most of his own team. Uh, he passes to Cole, one affair, but also some pictures of his willy on his mobile. To Giggs, did a big brother and a big sister-in-law. To Rooney, who scores with a granny. He had sex with his sister-in-law. Uh, it's ah, oh, it's like a it's like a computer flash drive, two gigs and the risk of a virus. Now, according to a Sunday newspaper, Ryan has been cheating on his wife Stacy with this woman Natasha before she even started dating his younger brother Rodri. So it's debatable who actually had dibs. His brother has now left Natasha. According to one paper, he said, I was with her on Saturday, but I'm not with her now, on Monday. It's like the opposite of a Craig David song. But sometimes, when it comes to brothers, there is that unstated rule of sharing. Do you think I would leave you, Ryan, when there's room on my girl for two? 
climb up here, Ryan, don't be shy. I know she's been seeing you. When it gets out, we'll both look stupid. And people will think I'm thick. But I'm sure that you'll be remembered for being a cheating prick. The somenews.co.uk podcast. Everyone was upset when they heard the terrible news. Cheryl Cole was sacked, and we thought, oh no, that's not going to help the unemployment figures. She was sacked from the American version of The X Factor, and the rumour was it was because of her Geordie accent. Now, apparently, the Americans couldn't understand her. But, you know, so what? We can't understand her either, but she looks nice. I mean, they just don't get it. Every talent show needs someone with a Geordie accent. If it's not Cheryl, it's Ant and Deck. Basically, there has to be at least one person who, when they say the word country, it really should be bleeped. If you don't quite know what I mean, here's Ant and Deck to prove it. Over the last eight weeks, people from across the country... Disgraceful. After she was sacked from US X Factor, she was also replaced on the British version, because she's worth it. But the latest news was she was offered her job back on the US version. What?! So they embarrass you publicly, and then they want you back. Ring any bells, hmm? (coughs) Ashley Cole. (coughs) Husband. (coughs) Had him fair. (coughs) But sacking someone just because they have a regional accent. It's next to racism, isn't it? Well, to find out more, I'm joined on the line by the Professor of Linguistics from Texas University. Hello. Howdy, Steve. Is it right that you couldn't understand our Cheryl? Well, goddamn, every sentence and every sentence. She's like a little fish on a little dish, and I'm like, what? So, you don't understand her? Her coming here with a frog on the time and give me some wire, man. I'm like, why are you mad? I'm like, what? She's giving a book coming home. I'm like, back a grove. Right. Well, um, thanks. Thanks for that, I think. Uh, bye. Is he gone? Yeah. I'm sorry, I, I couldn't make out a word he was saying. He must be on T Mobile. The somenews.co.uk podcast. New research says that thousands of Brits believe the fictional settings that they see on TV are actually real because some people are idiots. When asked where they would like to go on holiday, 14% of those surveyed said Emmerdale. Right, 9% said Albert Square. So while those 14% are stupid for thinking Emmerdale is real, those 9% are even worse. Even if Albert Square actually existed, what a rubbish holiday that would be. Other places that people thought were real included Downton Abbey and Midsummer from Midsummer Murders. I mean, if that place really existed, you'd hear about that on the news every night. There are more murders there than there are in downtown LA. But if places like that were real, and you could go on holiday to these famous fictional places, where would you want to go? I asked the question on Twitter, and here are some of the answers. Hey Baby Cakes, Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, quick tour around the Umpalumpas land, and then off to the island where they film the bounty ads. Bingy Bongi also wants Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Anna Nuthering says the magic faraway tree. I'm still not convinced it's fictional though. Alright, someone's been on the night nurse. Trampster1922, Hazard County. Drive the General Lee and visit Daisy Duke. Well, you could visit General Lee and then drive don't even get into it. Lee He 71 says he wants to go to Tracy Island. Imagine that, an island full of people called Tracy. It's pretty much Canvey Island, isn't it? Abel Girl says, Probably I would like to visit where the Royal is filmed. Christy underscore Ray and Jojo underscore Pool both say Neverland. I'm assuming that's that's the Peter Pan thing, yeah? Not the Michael Jackson thing, yeah? Gerard Nixon, 
the Carlsberg nightclub. Watkins125 says Button Moon. Brilliant. I want to go there. Loopy Looby Loo says Narnia. My wardrobe is seriously dull by comparison. And just imagine the additional storage space you'd get. D underscore G underscore Singleton. Westworld. Ain't that a shopping centre? Uh, Philip501 says Bedrock, Gotham City and Atlantis. SJH says, Wasn't Noel Edmonds' house party set in Crinkly Bottom? There's a place I wouldn't want to visit. I don't know. I've had some good times in a Crinkly Bottom. Actually, I'm going to leave that mental image right there. Underscore Mandy underscore Morgan underscore says Bag End from Lord of the Rings. I have a thing for the cute Hobbit house. Debs Winnie, sad but true, the Galactic Library at Trantor from Asimov's Foundation Books. Every book and piece of human knowledge ever. But then that would include Jordan's many autobiographies, so, you know, be careful what you wish for. Ackman68, Eldorado, what, from the failed BBC One soap Eldorado? Brilliant. Gitmo Hair says, the chic part of Basingstoke. Keep searching. Crazy Goose says, Fraggle Rock. Nah, mate, that place is run by a load of Muppets. Joe Scaramanga, I'd like to go to that fictional bit of New York where even unemployed people have a massive penthouse stroke loft apartment. Slim Tim 70, Pleasantville. I'd love to be black and white. Yeah, half of that would be slimming. Capped Bax says, It would have to be Arnold's drive-in to have some happy days. Jerry Walters, The Isle of Nabumbu, to watch the animal football match, hashtag bedknobs and broomsticks. Mijuli Morgan, where is the fictional place she wants to go? She says, Heaven. Oh, controversial. Yammy Yam Kid says, The bog at the Queen Vic, no one ever uses it, must be the cleanest bog on telly. Mimi Cousins, The house that Edward Scissorhands lived in, sad but true. Welsh Beard says, Middle Earth, I think I gigged there last week actually. Fritz Romanov, says, I've always thought Hobbiton in the Shire looked nice, pre-Saraman's makeover, of course. You want to be careful, though. If you live with all these hobbits, you will spend all your time being asked to get stuff down from shelves. Martin Adams 100, Hollyoaks. I tell you what, if that place is like the calendars, I'd go there as well. Rich Purse says Hogwarts, and Green Mousy says the land of Oz, and don't you dare tell me it's not real when it clearly is. Well, Oz is in Australia is real, but, you know, it'd be a bit of a disappointment. Although that's the whole point of going to Oz, to get the disappointment, so off you go. The somenews.co.uk podcast. That's it for this one. Check out somenews.co.uk for more stuff. Send emails to podcast at somenews.co.uk and follow on Twitter at Mr. Steve N. Allen. And you can subscribe via iTunes. Till next time. Bye. The Some News Podcast. Get more at somenews.co.uk.